pull it on today's show, here come the defenders. Lessons are learned from Minecraft. That merc has a hell of a mouth. And Ford is teaming up with the publishers of Ready Player One to make a new version of the Ford Fusion, Focus, and Fiesta. With a new slogan, get the hell out of Dodge. This is episode 13 of the Geek 30 Happy Hour. another episode of the Geek 30 Happy Hour, where we drink a toast to all the geeky things we're passionate about. Today is February 26th, 2016. My name is Alex, and there's Jojo. Hello! How you doing today? Good, man. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you for asking. Awesome. And uh, welcome, audience, uh, to another episode here. We're so happy to have you. It's been a little bit, but uh, we're happy to be back in the saddle. Um, as a reminder... If uh, you would love to support the show, go find us on iTunes, Stitcher. Uh, we're on this new thing called Satchel, which is pretty cool. It's actually a great podcatcher for you Android users. Uh, we'll be on Google Play soon. Give us a five-star rating. Leave us a nice comment. It helps people discover the show. Uh, so we appreciate the love. And uh, speaking of appreciating the love, this is our guest. His name is Bill McKenna. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Good to be here tonight. I'm very excited about this. Happy you know, to have you. Happy, happy to have you. I've, I've heard of Bill before. We're, that voice sounds familiar. Yeah, he's from, <laughs> a, he's from a local, he's another local podcaster here in the D.C. area. Uh, he has a show called Not Another Podcast. With a question mark at the end. Exactly right. <laughs> There's a purpose to that, actually. <laughs> what is the purpose of that? Because when we started the show, uh, there was 400,000 podcasts out there. So mm -hmm. I'm like, ah, great, another one. Not another podcast. Yeah, okay, and, all right. So I like it. A little exasperation yeah. because uh, I just added to the pile of ones that are out there. There's, yeah. like, there's like six podcasts now about Full House. Really? Yeah. And, really? Yeah. And full for, House or Fuller House? Uh, full House. The, wow. the, the, yeah. the original. Wow. The OG. And uh, I found out in the iTunes um, lineup that uh, we just jumped ahead of Louis uh, Anderson as far as listenership. So I'm very excited. Good. Wow. Good for you guys. Because I don't want to awesome. be behind that guy. No, you cannot <laughs> no. be. Yeah, it's, who, it's, knows, it's, who knows what would come out of that? <laughs> total eclipse of the heart. <laughs> <laughs> Why is everyone leaving me? Yeah. <laughs> I love that cartoon about him as a kid. Oh, back in oh, the oh, 90s. Yeah, Louis. Yeah, Camp exactly. Camp Louis was phenomenal. It was awesome. It was good. <laughs> it was a really good show. <laughs> he had a big head then, and I got a big head, so maybe there's something to it. I've got a large melon. I me do. too. I, yeah, I think I'm like seven to five eighths on my caps now, or eight or something like that. You know when you, because I'm a little bit larger than that, but you know when you have a big head when you play high school football and everyone else is wearing the Rydell helmets and you have to wear the bikey one with the pump in there. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you just got a big head, dude. Well, I was looking at motorcycle helmets and it gets to the point where this is dot rated and this rated and that rated. And the bigger ones was like, well, it's, it's just dot rated. <laughs> you know, your, your melon's too big. Sorry, not sorry. Good luck. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Try a four-wheeled car. Right. <laughs> you know? uh, we've all got a bunch of big heads over here, that's for sure. Um, no, it's great to have you, man. And, uh, you know, he's a he's a fellow DC podcaster. Uh, we met uh, through a mutual friend, uh, shared our passion of podcasting, been in touch ever since. So uh, it's awesome to have you on the show. And we're going to talk a little bit about his show. Which is hilarious. Um, yeah, it's, towards, <laughs> towards the end of our show. Um, but before we get into any of that, 
Let's talk about what we're drinking today. Oh, hello, Geek Study. It's beer time. Today's beer is brought to you by Quattro Goombas Brewery. Quattro Goombas Brewery offers an ever-changing lineup of custom craft beers. Join us for a taste, a pint, or a growler. Beers are available in 6-ounce, 10-ounce, 13-ounce, and 16-ounce pours, as well as in 32-ounce and 64-ounce growlers to go. That was awesome. a really weird that pause was, in there. That, that's <laughs> all right. That, that's pretty Growlers cool. cannot be consumed on premise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we actually have our first uh, really donated um, growler here on the show, and uh, we're, we partnered with Quattro Goombas Brewery here locally in the D.C. area. They're out in Aldi. Um, awesome group of folks over there. Fantastic venue. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. It was a great atmosphere, uh, great environment. People were amazing. Everybody talked to you. I mean, yeah. Everybody was approachable. Very welcoming. Very friendly. I've been out there a couple times. I'll admit it. Um, I've driven my car. I took an Uber back. I left my car there when I <laughs> true story. So you did it right. Uh, yeah. And I'm surprised Uber went out there. Yeah. Right. It's, it's true. I mean, it's it's far it's out there, right. but yeah. it's, I mean, it's a... It's totally worth it, guys. Right. Um, you know, what we're drinking today is called Dark Vader. Dun, 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 dun. Sounds good. Well, thank good you. job. <laughs> I appreciate it. Was I key? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did all right. This is, a, this is their black IPA. It's one of my favorites. Um, shout out to David and Brandon. Um, David is their sales and distribution guy. Um, Brandon is their head brewmaster. And um, they recommended we have this beer, one, because it's Star Wars themed, and it's not a Geek 30 happy hour show without us talking about Star Wars. We so have here, to drop that. Here's our Star Wars <laughs> reference. The beer is the reference. How amazing yeah, is that? Yeah, it's great. And so, guys, cheers to this. Salud. Indeed. That's a good IPA. Feels so God, awesome. When it hits your lips, it's really, really good. You know what, if I may say, it kind of reminds me of, if I'm going to go on a beer spectrum, okay, I would say it's somewhere between on the low end a Smittix uh-huh. and on the high end a Murphy Stout, oh, not wow. a Guinness, but a, a okay. Murphy's. Yeah. yeah. So because it doesn't like because Guinness has that fuller finish in the like a velvet, right? Mm-hmm. And this is more of a it finishes nice and gives you a nice pucker. Yeah. Um. You know, I know the the the, the notes and everything else, but I I would say if someone's looking for something that it tastes like to me. Mm-hmm. It's between a Sminix and a, you know, it's got that roasted yeah. uh, flavor to it. So uh, I wouldn't call it a traditional, obviously it's not a traditional IPA. Yeah. Uh, but it's very good. It's, oh, got, it's, awesome. it's got a great amount of bite. Like right. it's that perfect. It's a perfect To me, stick- to me it's, exactly. I, I have, I have um, trouble drinking a lot of IPAs because it leaves my stomach feeling acidic. This does not do that to right. me. And I've drinking, I'm drinking a lot of this over there. And it does have that acidity on there. It's got that, that, that flavor of pine and whatnot, yeah. but it's like overtly so, you know, it's not punching the face. Yep. And Brandon, uh, again, their, their head brewmaster sent us a, um, I guess what he describes this beer as. So per his note, he says, this style is one of my favorites. It is a true, or it is truly the first unique style brewed in the U.S. Sure, we've tweaked English IPAs and made them our own, but the black IPA is a style formed in America. Some call it Cas- uh, Cascadian Dark Ale, black IPA, or a hoppy stout. You take your pick. There you go. Look at Bill's <laughs> raising his hands. Yeah. <laughs> Hit it right on the nose. <laughs> being, that, being that this is so uniquely American, the only appropriate hops I would ever put in a beer like this is Cascade Hops. Notes of pine and grapefruit, um, this... 
This hop uh, cuts through the mild body and slight roast of the style. These hops are some of the first hops grown in the U.S. and certainly were put on the map by growers in the Pacific Northwest. This pairing of dark malt and Cascade hops are what makes this style what it is. It's uniquely American. And I would agree with that. This is, it's a great beer. It's and fantastic. Even, um... Deanna, who has a who has a hard time drinking a lot of IPAs, um, actually really like this beer. Right. I mean, uh, it's got a stout flavor to it. It's got a little bit of that that floral mm-hmm. hops to it, but it's got a very clean finish. Nice little bite to it. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. We're, we're getting her out of her zone. My wife is the type of person who likes Miller Lite, but you like more <laughs> things other than Miller Lite, right, Deanna? Like Quattro Goomba's beer. No, no, you don't want to test the waters too much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, no, she did a really good job over there. I, right. I can tell you, uh, if, if they're listening to the show, I would recommend making a lot more now because St. Patrick's Day is coming up. Yeah, oh, that'd this be would fantastic. be a perfect St. Patrick's Day beer. Uh, not that my sister was born on St. Patrick's Day. I'm not March the 8th, and my last name is not McKenna. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Oh, uh, well. I'm just saying. I'm just saying you might want to do that um, because in my family, St. Patrick's Day is like is a holiday. I don't yeah. work. I don't work Groundhog's Day. I don't work St. Patrick's Day. I don't work Flag Day. Okay. Okay. Those, but St. Patrick's Day is like my Christmas. Right. Exactly. Um, and with my sister's birthday. But anyway, I, I would say, if no doubt, if you like a stout, well, that a little haiku there. Right now. Five seven five. But and <laughs> Ryman, uh, what's up, Buster Rhymes? Um, <laughs> I would definitely say, uh, if you like stout type beers. This is such a refreshing difference. And I'll tell you right now, I'm gonna t- uh, I'm not on the IPA bandwagon, and mm-hmm. I'll tell you why. There's so many out there, uh, and there are some that are just making, and I hate to say it, and this is definitely not one of them, believe me. Yeah. Um, but they'll put hops in, like, soda water. Like, they'll take a jet stream or a soda stream <laughs> and then take a cup and shake it and say, here's our... Yeah. <laughs> Good luck with this. Would you like some beer with your hops? Yeah, it's just... <laughs> yeah. But this is... It, it's so perfectly balanced, man. Right. That's why I love it. And I love the, um, the Star Wars reference, so... Kudos to you guys. I should also I mention room, that they make their own, like, what, chocolates and candies oh, and dude, food. Oh, dude, so, so talk about that. Oh, my God. It was I, – I couldn't stop eating them. And yeah. I'm already a fat guy, so I can eat a lot, obviously. You've got to catch up to me, pal. <laughs> <laughs> but I um, – I'm just going to sit here in my corner. <laughs> you, you skinny. The whole, no, I, you I love to, Alex. You have to borrow some of my weight to be skinny. I'd <laughs> <laughs> <I'm, I'm> still <laughs> be fat. <laughs> I'm over here like, I lost fat. I was like, well, I found it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, but they had a, a chocolate that they had made for Valentine's, and apparently they had too many that they had made. Um, and one of them uh, was a milk chocolate with like bacon on it, and had a little bit of spice in it. It had some chipotle pepper in it. Oh man! Oh God, it was amazing. Yeah. So Joe and I were over there um, last night. Um, this was the second time I've been over there now, and uh, it was. Uh, just very welcoming and, right. and they had all these chocolates out and stuff because the they made too much and, yeah. yeah the brittle was great um they've actually got their own um chef in house now they're doing a lot more food they have a great pizza oven um on the the winery right. side of the house um, which is a separate building just on the other side uh, and everything is made on site they don't import anything exactly so. and i want to thank them for inviting me i really appreciate it guys oh yeah so, no problem <laughs> you know so glad i was so glad i was asked to go yeah. on this trip yeah bastards yeah. you, you <laughs> were recording a podcast we didn't want to interrupt well you know i can make exceptions to that. <laughs> and then, then brett would feel out you know yeah. i put him on my back would come out there, yeah, there you go. <laughs> he's a star wars fan he's, you know we were talking about that last night yeah like, i go it's Star Wars and beers. Like, why are they inviting you? They should be inviting me. That's my, <laughs> in fact, that's my third autobiography. Hey, then, you know what? Just, uh, uh, we'll have to do another show. Yeah. Gosh right? darn it. So, again, <laughs> cheers. 
Cheers. And thank you, Quattro Goomba. Well played, guys. Oh, God, that's so good. So delicious. All right, so while we're enjoying this wonderful beer, let's get into the news. Geek 30 News. So first up in the news, we're going to talk about Iron Fist. Iron Fist. Iron Fist. Not Iron Man? No, not, not Iron Man. It's like if Iron Man had iron fists, but he does have. He does. Iron fists. Uh, well, they're like. But just like, but just I. like Iron Fist. <laughs> okay. Not the Wu Tang movie, right? With the man with the iron fist. <laughs> no. How about that? Huh? <laughs> good pull. That, that, was, that, was, that, was, awesome. that was good. That was good. Forgot about that. Wow. <laughs> I don't forget about anything. It's a blessing and a curse. <laughs> That's fine. All right. So we got um they they've got this whole Netflix series going on. With Daredevil, with Jessica Jones, right? Luke Cage is going to be coming in. Iron Man, um, yeah. Yep. And now that they they finally um, hired the guy who's going to be playing Iron Fist, the the final I guess puzzle piece of what will eventually be the compilation of the Defenders. So um, I, this was a this was an article I found on Nerdist. As always, guys, I'm going to be putting this in the show notes. Feel free to take a look. Um, but wanted to bring this up because I am in love with both Daredevil and Jessica Jones. I can't wait to watch the the Luke Cage series. Um, have you guys been watching any of that? I've only watched the thir- first three or four episodes of Daredevil. I need yeah. to pick that back up again. Yeah. yeah. I got, I, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm not, like, you know, don't kill me because I do love Star Wars. Haven't seen a Star Wars movie yet. I'm going to see it. Oh, my <laughs> What? Yeah. Well, see, I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm the guy who didn't see Titanic. Like I, because when it, it, you know, for three years, I was right. like, Why don't you see it? The boat sinks. I, I, <laughs> I You're getting the plot before yeah. going into it. No kidding. I, I, I did well in history. I shit you not. But no, I mean, like, I want to see it. Um, and I've been trying to, but I've just been really busy. And uh, but I, everyone just says what how great it oh, is. Yeah, and that's good. Um, oh, uh, it's so good. My yeah. my uh, co-host saw it for his birthday on opening night. Like that yeah? was the best. Oh, that birth- was his birthday. Yeah. Oh, good for him. Um, so he was just like geeked out. Yeah. Um, so don't, guys, trust me, I tell you, huge fan of the Star Wars series. I just had, you know, it's one of those things I'm gonna see it. Um, I love. I saw Daredevil in two days. Oh wow! Oh really? You yeah. watch it all? And, oh, that's great. And in fact, like I kind of have the look of kingpin when i shaved my head um, yeah so yeah i did the you know i'm vince d'onofrio there you um, go you know not the private pile uh the guy who has kevlar walking down the street and like you know i i it's great because when i was younger i was very small um i know for a fact i can walk down the street and no one's gonna mess with me because i have that you know the kingpin look it's not that i feel confident about that I just know if I look like that guy, no one's You'll be all right. right. Yeah, exactly. You just got to throw on the white suit. And <laughs> they did such a good job on that show. He is so good. He's a perfect kingpin. Yeah, but I mean, just that whole entire show. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. D- you know, I think it was. it's better than Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones is good. See, I like Jessica Jones more. Well, of course. Because well. It's Daredevil it's, with boobs. Well, yeah. She's, and, and also, I have like a soft spot for David Tennant. And yeah. David, I have a slight, slight little man crush. Probably a bigger man crush than I'm like. On uh, for David Tennant, and uh, he was brilliant in that. It's it's a and you know it's been well written and, and it kind of goes into I think one of the reasons why they were able to do these kinds of shows, uh, and it goes into podcasting. I mean we can I mean we'll circle back on some other stuff, but yeah. Um, I have a friend that does pr- production work in L.A. and she worked on AMC's Turn the show. Oh, cool. that, yeah, she did a lot of work on there, and she sent like you know then her work was done on there. And she took a picture on Instagram and also on Facebook of a script that said Amazon on it. And she was scared. 
I'm like, don't be scared. This is fantastic yeah. because this is where it's all going. Right. Yep. Um, you know, I think it's going to even get to a point where, you know, you know, everything's going to be on demand everywhere, including like movie theaters. Like you can go into a movie theater uh, and then, you know, kind of vote on what you, or, you know, I hate to say, he's like, like even peep shows, like, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, like you can go into like these, you know, private, booth. private, private booth areas and rent it to watch something on demand yeah. that Hollywood has. Um, if it hasn't been thought of yet, copyrights all right reserved. Uh, none of the podcast productions LLC. I already got it. Sorry, no. Yeah, <laughs> but I think because, but that's what you couldn't do these shows twenty years ago, and I think it has less to do with the fact that comic books are coming of age. But I think more independent thinking is coming out. Yeah, yeah, and the people that have grown up really loving these um, these comics and and this whole nerd culture thing, it's they're becoming the people who are creating this culture that we're living in now right i mean they only existed in comic books before and it's new source material for hollywood you know it's not repeating things like i love the new a team but it's a repeat you know the new ninja turtles it's a repeat so they're resourcing a lot of the materials and this is all it's new to a lot of the nerds out there but it's fresh to the bigger audience and so it's it's done well it's 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 good well good story exactly really good story and um that's why people were such a big fan of the comic books to begin with because they had to have that that depth to it and and to kind of touch on iron fist a little bit i i don't um i don't know too much about him to Mm -hmm. be honest like i i know more about daredevil Mm -hmm. and jessica jones and some of those um, but I don't know too much about him. Uh, just that he is part of the Defenders, right? And actually, the, but the guy who's playing him is uh, Sir Loris Tyrell. If you guys are familiar with Game of Thrones, his name is Finn Jones. No, not my dog, not Finn <laughs> the dog, but Finn Jones. Um, I thought it was an interesting choice, just given his persona in, in the um, in Game of Thrones. I, I didn't really see him as like an action star. But I guess he's kind of got like the face for it, maybe like he's got that jawline that kind of right. that, that that you see in in um, I can in see Iron that. Fist. But I mean, he's like, got the half the, mask anyway. Yeah, if, you go, so. if you go the half mask on the top of his face, and that's what I said about Daredevil. Uh, mm-hmm. The guy who plays Daredevil has the perfect chin for Murdoch. Yeah. You know? it couldn't yes. have been any more perfect on that one. Yes. So, so I'm looking um, at pictures of him right now. But you um, guys, but yeah, you guys know uh, mm-hmm. Iron Fist a little bit better than I do. So wh- I mean, what's your what's your thought? What's what's the expectation on this new series? He's always kind of cussed with all different um, properties because he's done little stunts with uh, Spider-Man. He's done it with the Avengers, with the Defenders as well. Mm-hmm. He and Luke Cage um, were inseparable in certain, you know, uh, properties and whatnot. Um, so I feel like he he's not a main character by any means, but he's been everywhere, you know, and, yeah. and a lot of people know about him. Well, uh, if I may, may go out on a limb a little bit because yeah. se- uh, it can be a segue in a... I would call him sort of because of his skill set, but not necessarily what he has for of strength or weakness. Dare I say, Deadpool light, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, kind of the, you know, he's in Hell's Kitchen. Uh, there's a certain attitude which I I find ironic because I actually grew up outside New York City and Hell's mm-hmm. Kitchen growing up when I was was pretty tough. Nowadays, oh my God, <laughs> like it you be they'd be lucky if they became doormen there, right? You know, yeah, like, you know, like uh, Daredevil and and Iron Fist were you know. The uh, bellboys, or they were the the doormen, and Jessica Jones would be the the woman walking you into your new apartment or something like that. <laughs> yeah. uh, but different, in- yeah. <laughs> but I would, I would, I, I think that the 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 vibe that he gives to me, at least from from what I know and what I've read, mm-hmm. um, not just from the the comic books and source material, but I did some homework before I got here. Tried to do my best, guys. Um, <laughs> Appreciate that's definitely. good. Yeah, no, I, I uh, proud of you. That's awesome. Uh, once in a while, yeah. you know, uh, <laughs> the A game comes out, uh, but I, I just think that. You know, he, he 
you know, I think you're going to see some, uh, I think he'll bring some comic elements to it. Definitely. Um, and I think that's going to make it a little bit, uh, it, it, is there, you know, there's nothing wrong with being serious, but I think it even go harkens back to like the Joker. I think the reason why Joker is so popular, both by Jack Nicholson uh, and also Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger yeah. is because there were comic moments in, in the absolute insanity of what they were doing. Right. And I think this guy can bring that same kind of to uh, the goodness of it, if you will. Right, exactly. Yeah, um, it, it, it's interesting. So what, what's his superpower, Judge? Like, well, he what? actually, um, and it, of course there's a couple different ways of doing it. In some aspects, he only has one fist, and other aspects he has two fists. But he basically can punch like with fire and punch basically through most anything uh, at all. Um, so he trains in martial arts and works with his fist mostly as a martial artist. Uh, super fast reaction time and, mm-hmm. and skills and whatnot. Um, not necessarily big on strength, except for his punching ability, okay. obviously. So. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested in learning more. I, I'm... I love, again, the, the whole Marvel series that they're right. doing here. And there's even talk about how this is all going to bleed into the final Avengers movies, like right. with Infinity War, mm-hmm. because um, they were talking about, like, dozens of characters yeah, that like were going to be... 40-something, 60-something uh, characters or something. I, I can't yeah, remember I what the count was. I, mean, I might it, be uh, going a little high, but still, they were going to do a lot of characters for the last It's not movie. that far off. Like, right. from what I heard, it's, we're going to be pulling from all the franchises. It's going to be more than 12 Angry Men. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So when you're when you're at that level, you're starting to. It's like, is that is that the guy who played uh, Jack Klugman? Is that, Quin- <laughs> is that Quincy talking to Henry Fonda? <laughs> Sorry, that's good. No, I, I, uh, I I'm really interested the, in seeing what the, happens. The original Hulk, Leo. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know? this guy brought up Quincy during the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the Marvel universe is just getting crazy right there right. right now. That I mean. It's it's cool though. I, I'm excited. I'm nerding out about it. Right. So, um, well, it, it, and it's also I mean because let's let's face facts. DC's getting its ass kicked. Yeah, uh, yeah, they are. And the thing is, they have some quality material. I mean, right. it, I can tell you right now, if you asked me twenty years ago, who the you know name your top five, Batman, Superman, or one and two, right? Mm-hmm. Boom, done. Yeah. Um, today you might still say that. But you don't have – there's a detachment because now all these characters, you you have an affinity. I mean, for God's sakes, Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> yeah. That was a thing. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, let's – you know, I'm not being geeky about this because I don't – you know, um, I knew who the Guardians of the Galaxy were beforehand because I watched the Avengers show on Disney Channel. Right. Okay. <laughs> Kick-ass theme song, it, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Like, when I, like when Avengers Assemble comes on, like I, I get goosebumps. I'm like, okay. I try to download that, and it never. I don't think it uh, unless you torrent it or something. I can't find the MP3 anywhere. Yeah, no, I, I'll, I'll I'll find it for you. I, 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 I imagine <laughs> Bill hitting pause. Hold on, I gotta go upstairs and put on my pajamas. Get his like. Oh yeah, I'll be like, uh, and I and come down like uh, Tom Cruise and Risky Business. But you can you can uh, I mean you can associate you can associate with the tree. Right, you know, exactly. I mean, are you kidding me? Right. Like my like, picture up there? Right, exactly. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, if you just told somebody on the street, okay, we have this movie coming out from Marvel, it stars five people, one guy's from Earth and listens to a Walkman, he's a bounty hunter, and some bad stuff happens. One guy's a tree, another guy's really blue in the face, right. there's a raccoon, yeah, right, dude, whatever, I'm done. That is that is an attestment uh, to Disney because when they took over the properties, they didn't just have the immediate goals; they mm-hmm. had the long term goals. Sure, so yeah. they had to kind of uh, prune this tree to make sure everything kind of works together as as one big, yeah. you know, unanimous execution. Prune the Groot. 
Exactly. Prune, prune the Groot. <laughs> and and hashtag, properly. Hashtag Prune the Groot on Geek Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag Prune the Groot. Prune the Groot. <laughs> and he looks... Somewhere. There was, a, um, there was a, a picture of the new Guardians of the Galaxy for like... A, it was like a new promo. The and it showed... Too, yeah. yeah, it showed... Um, uh, was it Drax the Destroyer or whatever yeah. and little Groot sitting on his shoulder right. yeah. <laughs> it was cool yeah, uh, like well that. even when uh, Chris Pratt put on his Instagram he did it funny because he had a, a close up of the crotch <laughs> uh, and then he like expanded out until oh, really? you see the whole there picture so he did like four or five like takes and but the first one's of uh, Chris Pratt, Pratt's crotch, crotch. <laughs> it's like that's just hilarious that's Chris Pratt being just awesome sorry yeah, <laughs> but that's that part dude. of it as well right and, When the, and uh, again you know um, not going to get ahead of myself but I know there's another topic but it goes in to yeah. what that person's done, but when you own something, I I truly believe when you whether no matter who you are or what you do, if you own it, people respect it. Right. Oh, exactly. yeah. You know, like you know, uh, you know, even uh, in, in sports terms, Dennis Rodman. You know, right. The reason why Dennis Rodman was so popular was because he was so crazy. And yeah. He knew he was crazy, and he just kept going with it. You know, embraces. And, it. Oh yeah, and, yeah. And, and when he went to North Korea, people were like, "Man, eh, that's Dennis being Dennis." Right. I, if if Larry Bird did that or somebody else, what the hell is he doing? <laughs> exactly. That damn commie. Well, it's not really. It's more of a totalitarian point of view. <laughs> but, no, he's a commie. <laughs> Kim Jong, I don't care who it is. Right. A commie. <laughs> yeah, but there's that ownership. Everybody, um, like Captain America, uh, Chris Evans. Um, yeah owns it you know uh oh, robert yeah. downey jr owns iron man like everybody yeah. owns their character yeah. winter soldier who yeah. thought that would be a good movie <laughs> oh know? my god i, I love a, that story oh, yeah. the, the thing is like i mean there was some plot flaws we can go but I mean, it's just you sit there and go oh, i didn't expect a guy with a shield would be so cool <laughs> yeah <laughs> like that's exactly what's, what's his superpower he can throw a shield yeah and, and he's <laughs> and he's america yeah. <laughs> he is america yeah. but it's like Holy cow, it's freaking amazing. Right. Um, but they did a I great still job. want his shield every time it hits something, just go, Merka, 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 Merka. Like, as it, <laughs> a as it yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But that's the thing, that's the difference between uh, Marvel and DC is because Marvel's doing this great job with the uh, movies. DC is doing a good job with their shows, yeah. but their movies are all over the place because they have this group doing that and that group, and they're, they're not pretty solid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah. Marvel's not doing a great job for one reason. I'm just going to say it out loud, ladies and gentlemen. It has to do with the property ownership of Fox, and it has to do with a movie called Spider-Man. Uh, Get it out of there now and put it someplace where it well, was. Sony, too. So, yeah. Well, ah, Sony, I Sony yeah, I, I don't like Sony, Sony at all. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but, 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 you know... They're making a they're, new they're, Spider-Man. They, movie. They've come to an agreement with Dis- Sony where yeah. Disney takes the reins. Sony still owns Spider-Man. Disney's yeah. Marvel is making a new Spider-Man movie that's right. going to be based on the I'm, Spider-Man we're going to see in Civil War. I'm glad you guys are here. And hey, how about this? The guy who's not. So, I'm writing them. You know, boom. No, yeah, I heard. Right. Boom. Because I'm like, yeah. Why do you guys I, I, ag- this? I agree. As soon as you see Fox, you're like, oh, I agree. God, <laughs> right in the to field. Stop. Damn it! <laughs> yeah, I know. It needs to stop. Fantastic Four. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they, they've Fantastic stopped. Flop. They, they've stopped making the Fantastic Four comics right. now. I don't know if you've heard about that. No. Like, like, yeah, Fantastic Four is done. That's right. terrible. Is that because sad? of Fox? It's beyond. Because I when I grew up, like I'm, I'm older than you guys, like slightly, I, slightly. Yeah, but I'm like, you know, I grew up on. You know, Channel 5 before it was owned by Fox, like the yeah. independent channels. And yeah. I'd watch the Fantastic Four, Voltron, G.I. Joe, <laughs> Thundercats. I mean, uh, that was a full day. Yeah. Right? Like, that's a full day, laddie. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to go out and play Kick the Can? No, I want to see if whether or not Princess Ares gets out of Planet Doom. <laughs> <laughs> if it helps you. I, uh, I still remember GoBots. 
Hell yeah. <laughs> so it was a, the cheap version of the Transformer. Yeah, Psycho Killer Beetle 1. GoBots came out first. Really? Yes, they did. And then That uh, I didn't know. I was yes. still young, so. Well, because GoBots were, were a thing as far as a, uh, a toy was concerned. Right. But they didn't ter- Hasbro went in with the full idea. Transformers was a combination uh, toy and cartoon marketing well, juggernaut. Well, yeah, I will say, it wasn't just a cartoon. It was just a marketing piece with a toy. <laughs> it's a toy and a marketing piece. Let me just tell you, Christmas, <laughs> uh, when I was in fifth grade, I got Optimus Prime. I cried. <laughs> <laughs> I cried for you. That'd yeah. be awesome. Yeah, because no, he was my hero. Right. Like you know, some people. I mean, I like Don Mattingly. No uh-huh. question. You know, I had, but Optimus Prime. Are you kidding me? Hell yeah! The guy who voiced Optimus Prime also voiced Winnie the Pooh and uh, Mario. Yeah. I had Mario no idea yeah. he did Winnie yeah. the Pooh until recently. That's exactly. mind blowing. Yeah, <laughs> but seriously, like when when you hear his voice, like I get good. Like I would be disappointed if he said, "Bill, you didn't finish your homework." I'd finish my homework after I didn't yeah. have to For the hit. rest of the year. I'm really sorry. I'm just going to go upstairs and take care of that yeah. right now. Right, I'm really, exactly. Really sorry. I'm just pointing to myself being now. His dad. <laughs> yeah. What the hell is this guy's problem? Quincy, Optimus Prime, he's all over the place. That's so funny. Oh, man. Well, uh, well, moving on, I mean, we could sit here and talk about freaking comics all day, but uh, we got a show to do, folks. We gotta entertain you guys. Um, I so. actually have a Transformer comic somewhere. So. <laughs> I think all my stuff. I just moved, but yeah. So next up, we've. This was actually this is somewhat of an older article, um, but it kind of resurfaced lately in social media, and I wanted to talk about it. Minecraft is being used as a teaching tool um, in some schools, and I think it's a really neat idea because you're. It is. It's a. It's a really neat program. I don't play it um but i think it, it overwhelms me but i know a lot of folks who play it and right. love it have you guys played minecraft before i haven't but my nieces and nephews are all over it so therefore because of that uncle billy being uh, the cool yeah, uncle i'm sure i know about it so right. what is their what is their take on minecraft what is what they just think? I, I think what it is and it goes back to i i basically for me i think it's legos for the 21st century right or, yes that's a great way of putting it yes. I, I i think it's something where you can build and uh do things and, and be creative like you have kids that you know they don't have an outlet for their their thoughts and uh you know somebody who really has a creative mind and is afraid to kind of say it out loud can do it in minecraft yeah right um and not feel ashamed uh and let me just make an analogy for the kids out there today uh, there was a certain movie that came out in the early '80s. Again, I'm, you know, but it turned me on to computers. Uh, the movie Tron. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm a big fan. Holy cow! Yeah. When I saw that movie, I wanted a computer the next day. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted a computer the next day, and it was so funny because um, I went from, and I mean, I'm in the in IT now, and I was in 401k sales for a while, but I've always been very good with computers, and it was because of that. Like I had a Commodore 64. Uh, I was pirating video games before I was 13 years old. Nice. But it wasn't uh, really hard back then. You just copied over to disc and you... <laughs> yeah, but yeah. There, there were certain ways to do it because they yeah. were starting to put copyright protection on right. there. But there was a certain program that someone helped design uh, called Fast Hack'em. Uh, <laughs> the statute of limitations is now over. Oh, the uh, FBI just showed up. How yeah. the hell did that happen? <laughs> and what it would they, do they, is... They had to go argue with Apple. Don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> and it was funny because it was designed um, when you would do... It would do a screen color test. So I could go into Sears... Uh, there was a big game, uh, Karate Champ and Rygar were two big right. games. I, I stole them. Like, I just, because you would play them, I put it in there, and then I took it out, and then put my Fast Hacking program in, and you'd see the color. I'm like, I, I'm looking at possibly buying this monitor, so I'm just checking the color 
scheme on it. It would go through the loop, find the track where the copyright was, and then override it with a loop. Holy cow. So it would just go right over it. And you could, you know, I had Kung Fu, uh, every single, uh, like literally, right. I had 875 games. Right. Didn't pay for one of them. I remember the original KMNT game that came out from NES. It was also on Commodore and actually oh, you could better totally play that yeah, on Commodore than it did on NES. Oh, absolutely. So you, you know, right. you, could, you could play that online. Like, yeah. they've, it's, they it's, ported it now. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> but that made my day. But I think what Minecraft is doing, like what, it, what like I said, Tron did for me was just open my eyes to another world I didn't even know about. Yeah. Right. I mean, I knew something, but. You know, when Ram dies, I'm like, no, <laughs> literally like Tron. But I got like, you know, clue, like I knew what all that stuff meant. Right. And, you know, even at my, you know, I was like nine years old and uh, like one of the funniest lines in the, I mean, there's a lot of good lines in Tron, but when Jeff Bridges is the, the user's. I shouldn't have written all those tank programs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it, it also talks about, you know, things that we have problems with today, security breaches. And, yeah. Right. You know, what you know, what is intellectual property? Right. Like they were talking about that stuff in this movie. I mean, it's a deep ass movie right. with some cool scenes. And to this day, I, I'm getting a light cycle. <laughs> oh my god. They made them. Well, yeah, did you see that? Yeah. Did you did you see somebody well, make one? They, they yeah. made one of the new ones from Legacy. Yeah, yeah. no, but I, I but what they need to do though yeah. is put the stick up in the air so I can grab it and just go right. and go gold leader to red leader. This is gold leader copy. <laughs> take them all out and throw them in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. take off. And then when I was in college, maybe I experimented with some stuff. But the best scene ever is when they're going, take him in the maze. And you see like the yellow and blue colors. Uh -huh. you get epilepsy just watching it. <laughs> but you even right. watch that. That movie stands up today in several ways. I mean, it was a, and it was a box office flop. Right. Because yes. what? Because the reason yes, being, um, no one understood it. Right. The people that understood it were like. It was so ahead of its time. That's the problem. Wozniak, everyone else got it. Yes. Right. And some kids got I, I sat there and said. If that was to come out today, it would be a totally different game. Oh, absolutely. I totally. totally I, if they re-released it, people would go but see it. But you want to know something? If that movie didn't come out when it did, I think that we would be, we wouldn't be where we are absolutely. technologically. Yeah, I, I totally is that, agree. Isn't that, is that funny to think? Yeah. That's, it, and look at what they did with that movie as far as. The the uh, I mean there was no uh, CGI back then. No, they were they used frisbees practical. as their disc, you know, oh. and whatnot. They just what do you think I did as a kid? We did yeah. discs of Tron all the time in my front yard, <laughs> killing each other. Like I get bruises going. Screw you, Clue. <laughs> <laughs> and, no Ram. And the, the, and Whammo was no dummy because they made frisbees that had the oh, rings yeah, on. Of course, and, and, but not we couldn't. I couldn't afford the Tron one, so I had the Whammo like you know Thunderbolts. Right, and I would go. <laughs> and, and, those, and those frisbees were hard I mean you'd run right. them over with like your car and oh. they still would like totally yep. stay intact and they had the black ones and that was always the guy who played um, oh god what was his name Zark Zark yes. yeah Zark. and he was always the bully on my block like, right Zark I'll give you all my power Zark take out Tron <laughs> but I mean that, I mean, it was talking about input output uh, right. you know yeah. the free, freedom of movement it was so good and yeah. You know, it was before the internet, and it was they. You know, the guys who made that movie knew the deal. Right, right. Like they knew, you know, intellectual property. They knew about piracy. And, right. Yeah. You know, is it good or bad? And now, anyway, I'm, I'm sorry, going on a tangent. No, it's good. No. That movie. I mean, that just. And I think that was my outlet. And I think a lot of kids growing up who are in computers today. Yeah. Right. Will point to that movie. Like guys who are in their forties. Yeah. Will say. Oh, Tron, no doubt. The reason yeah. why I got into computers, it wasn't, I mean, the arcades and stuff were one thing. Right. Yeah. But that was a defining moment because that brought you inside a computer and made you think about, 
you know, the connections. You just to, think about it like abstractly. You know, you visualize something that's going so, on. It's like this makes sense now. You know, I mean, I, I mean, it is somewhat of a pivotal film. Like, what today exists in that realm for kids? Like, is it Minecraft? Is it something? I don't know. Like, it, does, it, does it come back to Minecraft? Like, I'm trying to think of that's something one of things, truly revolutionary. I mean, actually, Minecraft is considered like revolutionary. Right. Um, it was it was revolutionary even when it was still in beta. It had a bigger following yeah, in like, beta before, before it was even, ever bought by right. Microsoft. Like, um, I would say even like World of Warcraft might be um, right. a few years back because that brought the whole. You know, you have a. You know, now people playing games. I mean, that was revolutionary online. for me back in high school right. because I mean, it was it was this MMOs defining, already existed, but this made it cool. But this was, you know? but it, but MMOs existed, but MMOs didn't exist to the level of right. the epitome of what an MMO could be. Right. Until World of Warcraft came along, and, and maybe you know, here in the next few years, we see some kind of MMO that that beats that. But even something like. Like Minecraft, these sandbox environments where kids can go in and build. And what they're learning here, and this is a Los Angeles organization. Mm -hmm. It's a nonprofit dedicated to, um, it, they call it STEAM, not the online provider of video games. But it stands for Science, Technology, Engineering, Art, and Math. Um, they basically teach underprivileged kids to code, problem solve, and build using Minecraft. And so that is actually, I have a story about that. I don't know if you guys follow Penny Arcade at all, yeah. uh, the online comic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And um, about two or three years ago, uh, the guy who draws it, Mike, because um, mm -hmm. there's two people, one who writes, one who draws. Right. Um, the guy who draws it has a kid, and at the time, I think it was like five or six years old, and wanted to build a lighthouse and couldn't figure out how to put a light at the top of the lighthouse. And at five years old, figured out a way to make the boxes shift so that it would rotate around the lighthouse. Yeah. At five years old, I wouldn't be able to do that at 35, <laughs> you know? That's, and it's it's problem-solving, yeah. man. Well, like, it's that's, beautiful. But it's also uncluttered uh, marine. There's, right, when exactly. You're, when, you're, when you're at that age, you can start figuring out where your path is. You don't have go. something that says no all the time. And, and you're not says, like, no. oh, crap, my mortgage payment. Oh, no, 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 but that that uh, that thing I need to buy. Oh, and that, you know, like, right. you're not... Your work. whole focus is right there. Like, you know, yeah, yeah your, your focus as a kid is, like, clear because... Trees. Sesame Street. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. I wish I had that today. Oh, right, man, exactly. Too. Like, oh. I got excited when Sesame Street went to HBO. I just right. talked about that. I'm like, you know, and the production value yeah. is much better. But right. I haven't but, actually watched it yet. Oh, yeah, I'm all over it. Is it cool? <laughs> yeah, it is. I, I kind of want to watch again, it. Again, water cooler, because when I go back home for uh -huh. my, my nieces and nephews, my cousins, Uncle Bill, what do you think about the new Sesame Street? I can give him a progress report. There you go. That's why Uncle Bill is the coolest. You're being a very responsible uncle. Yes, exactly. I am. Very I got, responsible. And that's a great thing about being an uncle because you can just go like this. Okay, there you go. <laughs> and I'm done. That's I'm going to take you aside back to your yeah. parents. I'm going to go over here now and just... Bill's going to go get drunk now <laughs> with his friends and maybe have a good Friday night. Oh, man. That's gonna be my story when uh whenever he decides to point you up and get some kids with Deanna. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Jojo's gonna come over. Oh, Jesus Christ. Let me just to Tron. Well, actually, it's funny. Uh, I have, uh, it's my... You need to be a responsible individual with my children. My cousins... I can be that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that was very high-pitched. I don't know. <laughs> my my cousin's son, who I adore, um, he was he was the oldest of the of the kids in my, my, my immediate family. Like, like, my cousins and I, we all get along. Like, it's really weird. Like, you go to a Thanksgiving dinner with our family, you're like... This is crazy. Like we we really love each other, and it's a, but um he he is a extremely intelligent kid, uh -huh. and when he was like twelve and thirteen, he would show me things he was building, um and you know I knew he wasn't sharing it with everybody else because I think he just didn't feel not not just not confident about it, but it was you know it wasn't sports right. Well right. he he helped with it. He's working with his uncle now, 
He built an app called Simbi. He which, built an app? Yeah. He's, he's How old is he? 16. <sighs> Good for him. And this thing, it, what it does is it tracks all your social media stuff and determines, you know, on your DNA, who you're most likely to be associated with based on your different social pl- pl- uh, platforms. So it aggregates the data and then puts it into a, a, a hierarchy of DNA and determines who your best friends are and who you should be talking to. Really? So this, this, this right here is how Facebook started. Yeah. This right here is how, like, this is shit you see in Silicon Valley. Like, not, right. not, I'm not, I'm talking about, like, the show. Like, right. did you guys ever watch the show? Oh, you, great jo- show. JoJo's. This is a fantastic yeah. show. Uh, you know me. Oh. Jobs or Wozniak. Oh yeah, like as Wozniak. I mean, because Jobs is a poser; he didn't even write code. I know. Like Greatest he, he was the... just yeah. He, I mean, well, you know, Mike Judge. You know, he where he graduated from. Mike Judge, like King the, the, the writer. Mike the, yeah, Judge. Okay. He, he he's the writer for for uh, Silicon Valley. That's his show. Oh wow! I didn't oh, know actually, that. I did know that. Yeah. I forgot, but you, yeah, I, I did know that. Do you know where he went to school? No, he's a physics major from Caltech. Really? Yeah, his first That's job. At, he worked in Silicon Valley, so he knows. Like, in fact. Uh, the Huli uh, CEO is based on the Salesforce CEO. Really? And of course, you know the uh, um, the other one um, is uh, Jobs, who ironically passed away. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that show, you know, goes into the core of it. It's it's like spot on, man. It is. I mean, like seriously, like this kid, like needs yeah. to embrace embraces nerdum. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like, like that's what we're doing here, right? Like this show is all about embracing what you're passionate about. Yep. And that right there is the epitome of that. He's doing it at 16. Yeah. I mean, killer. He's, it was funny because he just said he's helping his uncle and then his uncle's like, I'm actually helping him. Like, you know, <laughs> he's like, this, yeah. this kid's got some ideas and he's still in high school. So, and if you want to check out, you know, it didn't mean that, I didn't even know I was going to even go into this. But no, it's cool. Uh, yeah. It's S-Y-M-B-I-E. Uh, if you want to check out the app and see what you think, uh, yeah, it's be okay, uh, cool. uh, definitely. Yeah, it's it, you know it's got it doesn't have many downloads right now because it's still kind of in beta. Right. But it's got some cool stuff in there, and you start to go, you know, this thing kind of makes sense as far as you know, especially with my podcast. You yeah. Know, right. I know exactly where the flow is going, and uh, you know, neat. should I do neat. more Instagram or? I like you know, it. Yeah. So, so it actually I helps like you it. directly. That's. Brilliant. Yeah. There's a there's a business uh, outcome there, an ROI that's neat. I like yeah. that. So you I know, and spell app. Like it's, <laughs> yeah. the only app, there's an the R, R in there. Somewhere. It's an R, or the, R. The silent L. The only app I know is like chicken wings from Jimmy's, or you know, I'm, exactly five five dollars at TJ Fridays. <laughs> so, Don't ever be ashamed of that. Oh, not at all. I got apps. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, all the apps, more yeah. apps. The not even an entree. You want, you want, uh, because like, they have the best wings. Yeah, and potato skins too. We're gonna we're gonna get into it. I'm all about segways. Yes, there he is. Oh yes. Oh my god. Um, so that we can have the opportunity to talk about Jimmy's. Let's talk about Deadpool because what a freaking good movie. Bill, I'm looking at you because you haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen you it. You haven't I, seen Star Wars. Yeah. But the thing is though, I know about like I, I know everything about it because of I'm I'm a fan of the genre. Yeah. Uh, I have friends that have seen it. Uh I know like for example, uh I have friends that are the screen junkies. Yeah. They're actually friends of mine. I'm wearing a shirt to prove it. Nice. Uh but they uh they ranked it number two. They did the nine best uh Rated our comic book uh, mm-hmm. movies that they know of. Number two was Deadpool. Uh, I told you what they rated number one. I agree with it. Right. Um, but um, we can certainly go into the yeah. radar part. But uh, yeah. I, I I love um, the, the, again, it goes back to owning it. I mean, yeah, man. Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, when, when I heard this, I'm like, 
Oh, here we go. Green Lantern 2. Electric, <laughs> yeah. electric Boogaloo. Right. <laughs> and he, you know, and, that's, oh. I, I, and I think Ben Affleck can do the same thing for Batman. Right. I think the analogy is yes. there. Yeah. Um, Got to give a guy a chance. Because I remember when, when the first Batman came out, Michael Keaton and people, I mean, I'm telling you right now, I still think he was the best. Right. Yeah. yeah I think he's better than Christian Bale. I mean, do you? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Because right. the thing is, because Michael Keaton embodied the Bruce Wayne side of Bruce Wayne. Right, exactly. Yes. Okay. I, I, I think, I think he did a better Bruce Wayne than Christian Bale. Right. I think Christian Bale did a better Batman. Right. Because it's weird, right? Like Batman Christian and Bale had him. a really playboyish guy. He, he wasn't really Batman Bruce and, Wayne. He Batman was just and Bruce a playboy. Wayne. Yeah, but Batman and Bruce Wayne are like, like polar opposites. Exactly. Right? Like it's like a weird. It but is, they're the same person, but they're like different. But I really believe, in my opinion, just based on if you look at the old, if you look at the original Batman. In fact, the Netflix. When they made the the dark cartoon Batman Year One, yeah, love that. Yeah, but I mean Bruce Wayne is the character, and like you're seeing with Gotham, they're not even bringing him in yet. But Bruce Wayne is the character. Yeah, and uh, you know, again, you know, Christian Bale was you know because, but also he had more technology. I mean, all Michael Keaton had yeah. was you know the Tim Burton Batmobile and and the, and the and nipples. The, yeah, no, 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 that, <laughs> that was the George George Clooney. Clooney. <laughs> but <laughs> that I, was funny. But the scene, like, it, 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 I, I still think the seminal scene is when Bruce Wayne puts in the tea tray, you know, into his vest for his suit and goes, you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. And then he goes, you ever want to dance with the devil by the pale moonlight and shoots him? He knew he was going to get shot. He was, but Bruce Wayne is so smart. He was anticipating what he would do. Yeah. And then he figured out who killed his parents by that line. So then it became personal, and it was it was Bruce Wayne's movie. Yeah. And I think that's a better story. You know, I think you bring up an interesting point, like, specifically with... And you can even, like, kind of harken this back to, to Daredevil. It's Matt Murdock. Yeah. You, you know... You're, you fall in love with Matt Murdock. Oh, and also he happens to be Daredevil. That's exactly right. right. You fall in love with Bruce Wayne. He, he happens to be Batman. You fall in love with... Uh, you know, I mean, Tony Stark, he happens to be Iron Man. Right. Like, yeah. it's that sort of... Well, Iron Man came out of necessity. You know, he was still Tony Stark. But, he, but you it, fall yeah. in love with, with Robert character. Downey Jr.'s right. delivery of Tony Stark and right. his snarkiness and starkiness. Starkiness. Oh. 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 Hashtag starkiness. I'm going to leave. And he's making fun of Ryan for puns. Yeah, that's <laughs> bad. That was bad. But, I'm sorry, guys. Also, too, if you look at the first Batman and the ones that Michael Keaton was involved in, every time he solved the problem, he had his mask off alone when he was doing the chemistry analysis of mm. what the Joker did and what the political motivations of the Penguin was. And it was always with Alfred by his side. Right. That was like his security blanket. He was Linus, you know, the Linus blanket. Yeah. I just, you know, uh, you know, I, I get sometimes really deep in the movies. Like mm -hmm. even like, for example, the Christmas special with, again, talking about like the Charlie Brown Christmas special. Right. When Linus talks about his faith in, in God and everything else, he doesn't have his blanket with him. Hey, look at that. Huh. Never noticed that. I never noticed, yeah. He drops it when he's talking. Wow. I feel like Bill just dropped the mic. I have I've seen that movie 150 times, 200 times. I've never noticed. I've never noticed that. Brought that up in my religion class in college, and like half the people looked at me with three eyes, and they looked. They went back to it and said, "Son oh. of a bitch, <laughs> <laughs> he drops the blanket." Yeah. I go, yeah, it's not there. Like it's it's there in his hand, and then the next thing you know, it's gone out of frame, and it was done on purpose. Same thing. Tim Burton designed that movie to be, and it's funny because it's all about Batman. Right. Yeah. It's not. No. It's a Bruce Wayne movie, yeah. and. 
That's because it's the character development. It's the, yeah. you know, and they did a good job in the the first Batman to develop Bruce Wayne, like that whole thing. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, now it's all technology. Yeah. And then, you know, the indictment on the Bush administration for, <laughs> you know, whether you agree with it or not, but the, the second Batman was about the, you know, technology and yada, yada, yeah. yada. Yeah. Right. But I, I'm convinced if they had, if they did the movie, Christopher Nolan did, if Christopher Nolan could do that movie 20 years ago with... Uh, Michael Keaton. Uh-huh. Holy shit! It would have been different. Oh no! It would have been. It would have been better. Yeah. Because I think Michael Keaton's when he's with uh, Liam Neeson. If he did those scenes instead of Christian Bale, yeah, I think it would have been better. Yeah. Uh, because Christian Bale doesn't have. I mean, he's been acting his whole life. I mean, yep. he was in Empire of the Sun and everything else. Yep. Good in that in twelve. Right. But he's a very, and he gets into the methodical acting stuff, but. Bruce Wayne's not a methodical acting guy. Yeah. Bruce Wayne is complex. He's not one-sided. Right. And, and that's what I'm really interested to see with... Uh, with Flick. With Ben Affleck. <laughs> with Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Yeah. Oh, he... Yeah, and I he, think he's going to do a great Batman. Batman. I just don't know that he's going to do a good Bruce Wayne. I, I, but you know what? I, I'm, I'm telling you guys, like, he... I think he may surprise you. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to see before I cast judgment. I've said this before on the show. I'm waiting to see what happens with... with with him. The flip he made, and I'll, I'll tell you, yeah. he, he's, he was great in Goodwill Hunting. He was great in Argo, and he was great in the towns. Like, just great. Right. I mean, I think, in fact, I mean, I like the more, beer. <laughs> more beer. More beer, more Smith movies with, like, Mallrats. Well, he was in Mallrats. He yes, was in, he was. Uh, yeah, he was. Chase, no, he was. And Chasing was. Amy was yes. one I was thinking of. Yep. Uh, and, uh, and that's the other thing, the reason why I like him, too, is because he gives homage to his friends. Right. Like, you know. Drink it, drink it, drink it, drink it. Look at that. What a champion. Uh, <laughs> I started, guys, I started overpouring Judge's beer. <laughs> Wish I had a GoPro camera for that. <laughs> that was so champion. awesome. Dude, that was good. Mission Impossible, dude. Look at that. You know, you, know, you know what he literally did? He did the Indiana Jones swapping the sandbag for the idol, and it worked. <laughs> that was intense. Like that, that was, was good. My you mustache. Just dripped, was, you dripped a little bit right there. Well, that was a mustache. Yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't his fault. That would have been a lot worse. That was Titanic wow. about to happen. Holy shit! What were well, we talking sorry. about? Batman? Batman. Or something? Sorry, but I, I, I don't. Beer. Yeah, I think I think Ben Affleck will do a good job because I think again I I just and and Michael Keaton I think when you watch Birdman yeah. That's, I haven't seen that movie yet, and I want to see it so oh, bad. You have to see it. You have to see it. It's. Oh. I, I don't think it's Oscar worthy. Okay, no, I think it's don't. a very good movie. But if you watch it, Oscar I, nomination worthy. Yes. Okay. I think it's an indictment on what Batman became. Right. Uh, because it lost mm. its humanity. Yeah. I think right. It was. It became a comic. Okay. Where I don't think the the writer of that. Uh, I guess it, it's almost like, um, you know, when you watch. Something in, in the title of the movie, it's like, okay, well, this isn't about the title. It's about something else. It's it's purposely leading you. It's like, okay, it's Batman, but it's not. It's yeah. Bruce Wayne. Right, yeah. Because Bruce Wayne built <clears throat> the cars and got the stuff, and but you don't see that. Yeah. Um, in the other movies, it's uh, Morgan Freeman who designs all this stuff. Right, it, exactly. It's kind of a lazy way of, you know, and I love Morgan Freeman. Don't get me wrong, because I built this car. You know, yeah. anyone is that. Yeah. He's on the Waze app now, by the way, as a I, voice. Oh, he's a freaking <laughs> GPS voice, bro. Yeah. And I've been yeah. using all about I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You perfect. know what I did, though? I actually sent my iPhone, uh, the, the Siri uh-huh. voice, to be British because I feel like a secret agent when I. Well, that's Siri, but this is, is Waze. That, I know, so. but I just. Uh, <laughs> I know where I'm DM going and I still have him talk to me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's like. So it's a promo for a movie that's coming out, London Has Fallen, whatever. Yeah. 
And so he'll do a, co- a couple of like lines, but yeah. I like it because he's very turn left. You know, yeah. it's, it's not like the C three PO was like, oh left. my, you need to turn left, or you're gonna fall. And it's, it's not all whimsical, whatever. It's just very straightforward, and it's Morgan Freeman. And it's Morgan Freeman, it's beautiful. You yeah. know, I love it. Yeah, I, I it's it, so awesome. Yeah, it, I'm, but that, you know, it, <laughs> I, I do too because I like, I'm like, I Taco Bell's right down the street. Yeah, turn left. Yes, sir. Yeah, absolutely. there's a pothole. But can, can all you, I, I know, dangers. I know where the Taco Bell is, but can you still just <laughs> yeah. kind of tell me how to get there, like, please? But, Please. When, and and uh, you know, getting back to the Batman thing, yeah. I think when you add those characters, you're being lazy. Yeah, you know, and and it's not that Chris because that was a well written script, but it was a well written role. I, I think Morgan Freeman still did a good job. Oh no role. doubt, it's, right. yeah. it's like I think it was almost. You know, it's funny because roles like that, right, are, are almost necessary to, to almost give justification to the craziness that is the idea of a vigilante and like that. Sure. That's the thing is that all the roles were fantastic and all the movies were fantastic. But to attest to what you said, you can make a great movie, but you still kind of miss the point. Yeah. Right. You know, so. Right. And uh, not meaning to bring it right back to what we were talking about, but I think what they did great about Deadpool was that um, you – specifically with Wade Wilson, you fall in love with Wade Wilson right. before... Well, okay. If you guys see this movie, you you kind of see, like, they do a lot of back and forth between, like, he obviously, he, obviously, obviously yeah. he breaks the fourth wall. Right. This, by the way, guys, if you haven't seen this movie, this is everything you want a Deadpool movie to be. Yeah. Um, he breaks everything the fourth wall. Yeah. Lots of boobies, lots of sex, lots of violence. Ernest oh, rated R movie. Yeah. It, it, very well. It's good, and but he ends up, you end up falling in love with Ryan Reynolds' character as soon as you know, like that that pizza scene. Right. Like when you first see him, like he orders the pizza and he bullies that dude. You're like, oh my god, that's fucking Wade Wilson. Right. Sorry, my language, but yeah, I, it, it's, it's, it's Deadpool, so it's yeah. Bernard. That's that's okay. And it's so good. Well, right. what's, what's interesting, I, I I didn't see the movie, but again, I did a little bit of homework before I got here, and and movie fights on on Screen Junkies, shameless plug. Yeah, they talk about. You know what is Deadpool and who is Deadpool and, and et cetera, et cetera, um, and then they talked about the top nine movies that they thought was rated R, and they they rated it number two. And the guy made an interesting point. He said, you know, every it was everything you wanted to be, even the rated R part. You know, being rated R was a character, yes. right? Exactly. It was, it was a characterization in the movie. Yeah, that's because it owned the spot. There yeah. was there was Ryan Reynolds having to defend things. There was a petition out saying, "Well, we need to make this PG thirteen." Saying, "Watch my kid." It's like if you're watching it at PG thirteen, you're not a true Deadpool fan. You right. Know? Yeah, this is supposed not, to be rated R. They, they don't they don't know what Deadpool's about if they're trying to watch right. It exactly. PG-13. So even Ryan Reynolds was out there stepping yeah. out there, and and, he, and actually Ryan Reynolds had a lot on the line. He ended up well, um, he put his name out he, there. He, he, well, he he actually I think he put it. he put. Produced it, it, but he put so he put a lot of his own money into this. Right, so he got paid and then some. Well, because he wanted to make sure it was done right. Uh, obviously, he's had the Green Lantern thing and a bunch yeah. of other stuff. But, but he's also he started, a big Deadpool fan. Dude. Yeah, he was a big Deadpool yeah. fan. He kind of started Deadpool in the X Men uh, series, mm-hmm. um, Wolverine um, Origins. Yeah. And um, he, he loves the character. He wanted to make sure the character was done correctly. So he made sure to get in there, make sure, you know, screw all the, the companies. Let's do this correctly. Let's do it the yeah. Deadpool way. And Deadpool wanted to be an X-Men, but he was there like, well, you, you get the job done, but you're a liability, man. Like, yeah. he's, right. Basically, he's the, you know, he is the kid on your insurance when you get the new car. Right, yeah. exactly. Like, yeah, it's like, ah. Uh, <laughs> Here come all the tickets. Yeah. Right. <laughs> see, I, I, see, I know Deadpool that much. I haven't seen the movie, but like I said, um, when you're saying that the, the, rated, the rating R is part of the character, character right i love that because right. you know like certain movies like the crow you couldn't do that pg-13 no um I, in fact uh, kingsman people didn't even realize kingsman oh. is based on a con- 
Yeah. yeah. That was phenomenal. That's a DC comic, though, isn't it? Yeah, it, it, but it, it was rated R nonetheless. Was it DC or Marvel? Oh, man. Is it good? I, I will buy that Marvel. movie and okay. we will watch it. Oh, it's okay. phenomenal. It's, I was thinking about how I wanted to buy it the other day, to really? be honest. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm telling you, everyone, I, I, I literally sit people down and I'd go, just watch this. The, uh, it's the, so much fun. Like, the, the, the scene at the very end with the princess. Yes. I, so I with the died. crow, the crow actually got into that layer. I actually watched the crow like last year for the first time. And it still holds up 20 years later. Absolutely. It's a story of love. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you look at uh, that movie, and then you look at, I, I put a list of stuff down. I'm trying to think of them all now. Uh, but uh, by far, my favorite rated R uh, comic movie, um, they had Deadpool uh, 2, and I agree with this, Dread. Yeah. The first, uh, not 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 the crazy, loopy Sylvester Stallone. Not with, Judge Dread. With Ro- Dread. Rob Schneider plays the sidekick. <laughs> and, you know. Herpy, herpy, herpy. <laughs> Let's just do jump out a window. Oh, it would have been legal. Went, yeah. <laughs> you know, so bad. Yeah, uh, Carl Urban, who pl- he didn't take off his mask at all, and I, you know, um, uh, the beloved host here, uh, Alex, that hadn't seen it yet. Yeah. But the first five minutes when I played it, how badass is? Oh, that? it's cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I will definitely watch that movie. It's, you both. It was so funny, guys. So if you're listening. These guys gave me like the worst look I've ever like. I've gotten bad <laughs> looks from Deanna before. Like, I, I obviously have done something wrong by not seeing this movie, and, and it's not you that I haven't. Stereo. Oh, I haven't. I haven't. It's not that I don't care. Like, I, I just hadn't gotten around to seeing it. Like, had you hadn't gotten around to seeing Star Wars, which is not right, Bill. It's still in a theater. William, you go see that movie. <laughs> still right in theaters. You leave this house <laughs> after <laughs> this and you go see that movie. I'm going. I'll, I'll make sure to make a point. I'll go over to Herndon uh, uh, 13, right down the street. There you go. Yeah. And watch it there. There you go. But yeah, I mean, but you know, when it a movie's done well, I don't care about the rating. Yeah. Um, but I don't like, you know, and it you know, not, not putting F bombs in for the sake of doing an F bomb. Um, you know, if it's done right, I don't care. The F bombs right. dropped in this movie, by the way, are like they're just it's just appropriate. Well, well here here's it should feel I, natural. It shouldn't like we shouldn't be making these movies rated R just to make them rated R, like what you're saying. Yeah. Like like they're talking about uh like, oh, maybe we should like make all these new uh comic book movies. Like radar. the new Wolverine well, is coming yeah, out. They yeah. want to make it radio. Just make it and and let the you know whatever the MPPA you know because they they make up their mind. It, it's the dumbest organization in the world. Yeah, right. And they're gonna tell me what my morality is. Fine. Right. Thank you very much. Yeah, screw you. Uh, yeah. I, I I call it the Tarantino syndrome. Like uh, here's here's the thing. Uh, Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. You've yeah. all seen us. Yep. The weirdest day of my life in my entire life. Weirdest day, but at the same time very good. Was uh, Christmas Day. 1997. That's when my parents re- my parents retired two days earlier. They had a newspaper shop. Used to open a store at five in the morning. Mm-hmm. So this is their first holiday. They didn't have to do anything. So they got up late, and you know we're just hanging around for a little while. And my dad never gives me money and gives me twenty bucks and says, "Go down to the bar with your buddies." I'm like, "The hell's going on? Like this is really weird." So I go down there. I forgot the night before I'm watching Reservoir Dogs on my V8. You know, but I left the the tape in the uh, VCR. Yeah. Well, my parents apparently watched it while I was gone because when I was walking in, I saw the end credits. I'm like, oh no! Like I was because it's a you know my just to give you some perspective, uh, my dad was 45 when I was born. And my mom was was 39, oh, so they were older. Yeah. Um, you know, and my mom, my dad would try and protect my mom from my mom was cool as hell, but you know he was being the classic gentleman. Yeah. I'll never forget. I walked in the you know, the door, I'm like, oh, man. Like, I, you know, I was ready to, you know, what the hell was this? Yeah. My mom goes, it's a very wonderful story. It was violent, but the violence made a point. 
it made a point. <laughs> right. Yeah. Holy but it did. No, it was the violence was the point. Yes. Right. And it, yes. you, you're like, they're all dirt bags. Yeah. And then my mom's like, what's a reservoir? What's the reservoir dogs meaning? I go, that's a rat. Now it makes sense. The dirtiest of the dirty was the Your rat. Your parents got it. Yeah. Yeah. Great. And, you know, that, and that's, I'm like, okay, now from now on, like, I used to, you know, like, okay, it's violent and gory or it's got a lot of language. Yeah. And it used to, you know, make me cringe about being around, like, uncomfortable moments with your parents. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the level where, if it's a well-made movie, it doesn't matter. I don't remember what movie it was. I went to go see a movie with my grandmother. It was something like borderline PG-13 to rated R. And there were really awkward sex scenes. I'm sitting there with my grandmother, like, just eyes are, (laughs) like, hands over my eyes. I'm like, oh, my God, what am I watching? And Wilma sitting next to me is just kind of, like, laughing the whole time because she can tell how, like, yeah, I'm it's, cringing. It's a teaching moment in that sense, and she knows it. She's like, oh, she's uh, like, Alex, you know, you totally know. I know what this is. Yep, I, Grandma, that's how you talk. By the way, my grandmother's from Kentucky. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it's like it's like Appalachian accent. Like, went to went to college in West Virginia. It's right go. next door. Yep. There you go. Yep. <laughs> but uh, you know, like I said, if it uh, radar, like, and I, it, that's the thing I'm worried about is that. You know, people look at the metrics and then just drive it rather than just telling a good story. Like Guardians of the Galaxy was irrelevant, like because the reason why it was popular was people that went to see the movie. You know, word of mouth. It's like anything else. Like, right. This is a really good movie, man. Like, just go see it. You'll be, you know. Yeah. Like, it was a sci-fi movie first, and then a comic book movie. Like, it, they just yeah. went out and did the best they could do with this movie. And just let it be, you know, throughout. The source the, material honest. was organic enough where they could actually say, you know, yeah. we can make a garden out of this. Right. Yes. And, and you know, guys out there listening, so if you're interested in kind of chiming in uh, to some of this conversation, I, I would love to hear what you guys thought about Deadpool um, and sort of the idea of a rated R comic book movie. Um, shoot us an email. I would love to hear from you. Geek30podcast at gmail.com. Uh, and let's get into not another podcast. <laughs> uh, it's kind of like Seinfeld. It's a show about nothing. Uh, <laughs> uh, meaning it's that- true, but it, but it's not true all at the same time. Because it's, it's, it's a lot of hilarious. Well, because nothings. yeah, I mean, we're we're learning about you know we're we're uh, getting into the intimate details of you and Brett's life and yeah. You know, I, I will say uh, I I think Brett is more of a little bit more characterish. I tend to just call it straight shot. I don't care what people think, and it's ironic because I was actually a city councilman, and it was I I did care what people thought because I want to make things better. Yeah. But I don't care what you think personally about me. I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do, and I hope that it makes a good impression. I'm not the person like I'm not gonna be like oh, I'm gonna be. What I mean by that is I'm just gonna be who I am. This is who I am. And, yeah. And I know a lot of things I do don't really make sense sometimes, and I I talk about it. Yeah, well, but I, I but I think that's uh, that's what I appreciate about the genuineness of the show. And um, if you guys want to check them out, where where do they go to catch episodes? By the way, uh, well, you, I would call it the Swiss Army knife of the show. It's uh, not on the podcast USA.com, and there's a reason why it's USA at the end. Okay. Um, so we're on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn. You know, if you can, as my co-host says, if you can't find us, you're not really trying hard. Yeah. Uh, so you just put in not another podcast. We're the first uh, out of the 17 uh, entries that come down. We're 16 and 17. So we're the first, and then we're third, fourth, and fifth. There is another not another podcast, no question mark. And I didn't know this because when I went on Libsyn, I got the rights to the name on all podcasting. 
but they were podcasting first. They own the notanotherpodcast.com website. Ah. So I when I went to How register, big are they? they have like no likes on iTunes. Oh, okay. <laughs> They've been doing a show forever. And That's kind of like there's a there's a geek happy hour yeah. on iTunes. Yeah. But they have no stars or anything. Yep. Here we are with thirty plus five star reviews. There was an, it was great. Best audience ever, by the way. Yeah. We love you. Yeah, I gotta tell you right now, we have a great audience too, because there were audience members that said there's a show. In fact, they found the episode where they were complaining about us being, you know, like, oh, they're calling themselves nap. I'm like, they stole from us. No, it's an acronym for not another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like it's not, you know. And then this guy start, you know, they were gonna. This guy was. They were drunk. Like the one guy was drunk and was gonna write a letter to us and was writing the letter as they spoke. I'm, you know, and my co-host was getting real steamed because he's like, "Those sons of bitches." I go, "It's okay. I have everything with the trademark department at the. Yeah, you know, I trademarked everything. <laughs> right, podcast, pod crawl. Screw you. Like I win. Right. Yeah." Um, because if you look at podcast registry, we were there first, but they were doing it on a website and, um, you can tell the difference right away when you listen to the, you know, I feel free to do taster's choice. Uh, was it a or B? Would you believe this is Folgers Crystals? <laughs> a little obscure reference to the 80s. Uh, I don't, I don't, I'm sorry. I don't want to go on a tangent. Yeah. But I was at a Starbucks recently, which is weird for me because I don't drink coffee. Uh, but a 16-year-old girl pronounced it Folgers. Oh, oh God. And a part of me just died. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah. Let me I, pick up my soul off the ground. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even a coffee drinker. And it was nails on a chalkboard. And he's oh. like, what are you doing in life? Luckily, her dad, they corrected her. It's like, what the hell was that? You know, yeah. kind of a deal. But it's like, that just, you know, it was apparently it was okay because she had said yeah. it before with friends and they were all okay with it. And so you said oh. Folgers and that popped in mind. No. I apologize for that. No, that, that's part of the show because <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, I was joking with you guys. They, 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 these guys are really professional as far as like getting things in order. And, and I, I can tell you, I mean, we definitely have like an outline and me and Brett will go back and forth on Facebook about something that might happen and we'll talk about it. But I can tell you. I have the, you know, you guys are great together. He is an amazing co-host because that guy is just a sponge and he can just retains anything and can just, you know, not just, I don't say regurgitate, but he has a mind like a trap and he can just take whatever I talk about. I can literally, it's it's almost like the center fielder that can catch anything. Right. Like, it's just like. He's just going to do it, and he is good at it. Oh, he does a great job. And, and Brett, it, you'll be listening. I'm buying you a drink whenever we meet over at Jimmy's for, uh, for a Well, drink, I already promised um, Bill a car bomb. So All right, so JoJo's going to buy Bill a drink. I'm going to get four pop, car, car bombs, obviously. So one oh, round okay, for me, right. one round from Alex. So we're all going to get drunk together. Yes. Um, and an Uber. And, and an Uber. <laughs> JoJo pays for the Uber. Yeah, yes. We don't pay for the Uber. Because Alex is not carrying my heavy ass. <laughs> no. Oh. Well, they do have, they have carry-on luggage now on Uber, too. Yeah. <laughs> Put them in a trunk. Well, there's there a we weight go. limit there, and I've exceeded that. <laughs> <laughs> I know how you feel. They had me, when those uh, when they had those Briers or those, uh, what is it called, um, um, the Havilland, yeah. when they had the two seats and the one seat on the other side, yeah. they had me sit on the one seat on the other side. I basically am the, 
Like, you know, Randy's the liquor. <laughs> right. I, I am the left side of the... Right, exactly. I balance that. You, you, you were on a crop duster, is <laughs> right. what you were saying. Yeah. I've been I, on those planes. I am the left wing. <laughs> Jeez. I am the left wing. I'm, I'm, those are the planes that you carry a backpack on. It's too big to put an overhead, so they have to put it in, you know, <laughs> check it in at the, the gate. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Your carry-on can only 50 pounds. Screw you. I am 50 pounds of weight. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they get a, a, a car to pull the airplane back on a rubber band, and then it's like, launching into the air <laughs> it's good luck <laughs> I, I haven't flown that much but yeah <laughs> you occasionally get a crop duster but <laughs> right and that's that, but that's those things are not for me right uh, but, exactly but that's examples of some of the stuff we talk about I, I i sometimes explain it's like an adult version of program home companion because i do uh talk about herndon a lot where i live um because i grew up in a small town in new jersey so talk about herndon Oh, well, Herndon is a little hamlet located in the uh, most northwest corner of uh, uh, Fairfax County. It is an independent town in that, um, just so people can understand at home that listen outside of the state of Virginia, because in New Jersey, I grew up in a town called Denellen. We had our own fire department, school system. I graduated Mm -hmm. with 61 kids in a public high school. Oh, wow. So, 61? 61. God. My graduating class is 241. And we, we were always in the state championships in, in football, and no one wow. could figure out because we would kill everybody. Wow. Yeah. We just, Literally. We, 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 <laughs> we read a lot of large New Jerseyans. <laughs> uh, 11 angry kids. That's what it was. And One more, you can make a movie. <laughs> yeah. My, my dad would always joke. He's like, the reason why you're so good is because you got he goes, you got Italians, Polish, and Irish kids. Oh, and man. Get them together. They get just, pissed off. and <laughs> it's, Pissed off, and then they're breeding, and then they're getting even well, more pissed off. Well, he's not pissed off each other. They're pissed yeah. off at somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> the O line was, you know, Italian and Polish, and the running backs were Irish. That's how you think, because they could that's, run and beat the true. cops any day of the week. That's why, you know, the Ennis family is all from Ohio. It's the same yeah. thing up there, man. A lot of angry, angry Italians and, and Slovaks and Russians yep. and shit. See, I'm from Texas. We don't have a lot of anger issues. We just have big fucking people. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Right. I think it's we import like from, like, Hawaii and, yeah. like, you know, Pan-Asia, whatever, yeah. Samoans and whatever. This is, like, you're... You're not from Texas. No. You know, what are you doing here? Mahalo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Do Hashemis. <what? laughs> exactly. That's fun. But, yeah, but, but Hernan's a, a, a four square miles. Um, and, I, you know, I, I lived in Old Town Alexandria for 10 years. In fact, uh, that's how I, uh, I met Alex because of a mutual friend that lived in Old Town. It was the first person I met when I, when I moved here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually went back home to take care of my mother and father in 2011. And then I came back, started working at... Uh, Oracle in Reston and lived in Reston for six months. I went to lunch with a few guys from Reston at the Jimmy's Old Town Tavern. First time I was in Herndon, I literally walked in the place and I looked at the street and said, I have to move here. Yes, <laughs> I, I say I, the same thing. It's a great little town. Yeah, it's got just, you know, like it's got a bike shop that has Italian soda and, 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 um, and uh, cappuccino. It's and, really, it's a small town feel in a... Big overpopulated area. Exactly. I mean, if you go five miles in any direction, you'll have a major suburban area. So you can yeah. get all the big stuff. You can see rest in town center. Like right. from, and it's like you hop know, skipping and jump away. That is the epitome. I call it the Stepperwise area because yeah. like everything is all chain and you know, God yeah. bless people that want to live there. You know, yeah. I, that's not I, I'd rather live like it reminds me of like a neighborhood in New York City or you know, like a suburb just outside. 
Um, it's got a lot of charm. I mean, it does. It, it, yeah, it totally does. It, I, we live 15, I mean, we're 15 minutes away, 20, yeah. 20 minutes. At and best. that's, yeah. I actually yeah. work at the current technology company he mentioned earlier. <laughs> yeah. And so I was looking to move into Ruston and the problem is for the price wise, I got double the amount of space out in Ashburn as opposed yeah. to Ruston. So. Absolutely. And that's the problem. Yeah. People know how, how awesome it is to live in Ruston and to live in Herndon and they'll like, I mean, they gouge you for that. Right. Yeah, they do. It sucks. Uh, and, you know, I just, you know, I embraced where I, you know, I've been there for three and a half years now. Um, but you become a big part of the community. I mean, you're, you're over there at Jimmy's. You're doing a lot of Jimmy's and O'Sullivan's and some other yeah, stuff, Yeah, I mean, right? we, we do a pod crawl. Um, that's, uh, yeah, talk a little bit about that. Yeah, that's uh, the second Saturday of September. We started two years ago. I'm like, hey, Brett, we like drinking. We podcast. Yeah, and I like doing bar. I did bar crawls for my birthday all the time. Yeah, like why don't we do a pod crawl? And he's like, I like it. So it's a podcast bar crawl. And what we do is we start with nap snacks at the Wiener Circle, which is an amazing place for lunch, by the way. Um, and then not I, as dirty as you think. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's, yeah. only it's dirty a, in name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's a, it's actually Great Falls uh, Catering Company. So when the soup every year Super Bowl. When the uh, sports junkies do their bit with uh, the catering company, yeah. it's the people from the Wiener Circle. Oh, nice. They do it, like, for example, some of the sandwiches include, uh, they call it the boat, and it's a hot dog wrapped in bacon, and then they put um, cheddar cheese, and then they put mashed potatoes and more cheddar cheese on top, and then put it in a pizza oven so the cheese melts on top of it. Um, they my, heart, my heart stopped. Hold on. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> Hold on. There you go. All right. Start, sorry, back up. He had a heart attack. Yeah. I had an orgasm. So yeah. <laughs> we had two different approaches to this. <laughs> when, they, when they have the hamburger on on special, um, it's made with 25% short rib, 25%. Um, oh, my God. Um, what is it? Uh, uh, it's 25% uh, filet uh, and then 50% um, chuck. So it's got this marbleization. What? Yeah, it's silly. It's. Um, it, it's just, and every day I look forward to the specials and my neighbor who works at Volkswagen, I send them to him all the time. And when he can't get out of the office, he's like, diabolical bastards. Because <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they they're shaking his fist. There's not a shaking fist emoji yet, is there? <laughs> yeah. They, they have one, it's called the KGB. I forget the, the combination exactly, but it's like, it's a kibasi split down the middle. They put a... A uh, pickle spear in the split, and then they wrap oh. it in bacon and deep fry it. Oh, oh my god! Are you serious? God. Yeah, yeah. In fact, here um, they do a sausage making class, which I've been a part of. But like tomorrow, the specials are uh, the bacon cheeseburger, uh, footlong hot, hot dog, and barbecue. Yeah. Um, it's just, but we start we start there. And when people, it's because they make their own bratwurst, they make their own sausages yeah. and stuff. Not the hot dogs, but everything else is homemade. Right. And then we go to the, what we start. We go to uh, the Mediterranean breeze. Yeah. Then we work our way to O'Sullivan's and then Jimmy's. We do an hour at each. We do about a 15-minute segment at each place. So then we get an hour show and we're good. Um, I want to give – we're talking about beer here. Yeah. I want to invite you accordingly. We always – every Monday we do Mystery Beer Night at The Breeze. Nice. Uh, Mystery Beer Night is um, – they do uh, – they have a pizza special, and the pizza there is pretty good. It's four-topping large pizza for twelve ninety nine. Wow. Which is amazing. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. the Mystery Beer – is canned beer for a buck, um, and they just grab it, whatever they pull out. It could be a Keystone. It could be a Genesee. Ooh. It could be a Miller Genuine Draft. Genesee Cream Ale? They sometimes do have the Cream Ale. Oh, 
my god! Um, but le- they had Natty Bo. Um, they, but one day we did Genesis. We did uh, when there was the uh, attack on the um, in France. Um, we actually built an Eiffel Tower out of the beer cans. Really, that we drank. that's cool. Uh, and it was in the the French ca- uh, the French flag colors. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, and we put on. We said uh, oh, that's the, neat. the 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 drunks here at uh, we stand by you. Um, I'm trying to. I'll, I'll pull up the picture, but it, yeah, it, and, and do me a favor when you pull that up, yep. send it send it to me, and I'll be sure to pop that up. Oh yeah, the, it's just hysterical. The, the website. Yeah, it, it. But you know, so mystery beer night. Like so, uh, my friend says it best in regards to the, um, you know, why we go to mystery beer night on Mondays. Yeah, he goes. This is the reason. You can get two four-topping large pizzas and 20 beers for less than 50 bucks. Right. So if you have four people with you, that's, that's tw- you know, 12 to a man, yeah. and you're you're pretty much in the in the sauce. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you're set. we have one person who literally Ubers home. So, um, I mean, it's just one of those things. So, so we, is that open to really anybody? Yeah. It's Mystery Beer Night. Just go on Monday night and... So yeah, guys, listening here in the, we have plenty of people who listen locally. Yeah, um, go go check this out. I mean, you, we'll probably be there at some point. Not and, this week for me, but the following week, I might be there. Like yeah. I'm going to do that sooner rather than later. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So, um, and if you see us, you know, come come say hi. We would love to 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 say hi to you guys. And we joke about it because you know we just say you know it's as good as a bad beer can be, mm-hmm. right? Um, because and I have a friend who's a who's a, a beer snob, but he he lets down his guard. And, you know, he now fell in love with Keystone. Um, <laughs> and it's funny because there's one guy who drinks Bud Light. And, you know, Bud Light's part of that whole, um, you know, uh, whole shenanigans. Uh, but he – oh, here it is. Um, that's it. Oh, look at that. Oh, nice. It's got – that's the uh, old Milwaukee. Yeah. Mil- uh, Miller Light. Light. got some Genesee. So I'm looking at a red, white, and blue rendition of the Eiffel Tower. So that's Genesee Light and yeah. Genesee – yeah, that's Genesee Light. Yeah, and Bud Light and uh, oh, Milwaukee's wow. best. I've never had Genesee yeah. Light. And then once in a while we get that the – can't be good. Genesee we, Light can't be good. For a dollar, it's great. And, <laughs> and, uh, three weeks ago we got the Unicorn, which is the Schlitz malt liquor. They oh, throw, wow. They threw one of those once in a while. That's wow. when shit gets real. Yeah. <laughs> so, I need to know her. She's a Cowboys fan. So she, obviously we're on the same wavelength already. She's good people. Uh, <laughs> there you go. She's actually on her honeymoon uh, down in Aruba. Okay. Uh, but it was funny. Like, again, they live in Reston. Yeah. Right. But they came, you know, one night for Mystery Beer Night. And they're, they're hooked now because it's obviously. just so stupid. Yeah. But like Natty Bo, all of it. And these are the types of events that we do here in the D.C. area. If you guys even want to come in from out of town, I'm, you know, it, very welcoming. Um, you know, feel free feel free to hit us up. Let us know if mm-hmm. you're ever in town. Jojo and I would love to grab a drink with you. Definitely. Um, Geek30podcast at gmail.com. Um, you know, come see us. And, um, you know, Bill, I mean, your, your experience here with the show, with, you know, not another podcast, um, you guys are on episode, was it 90? We just, 90? Finished, we just finished our 90th episode. Okay. We've done All some right. specials. 96 you gave total. us a nice shout out on episode 89. Yes, we did. Yes. And, and uh, at the nice. end, too, I was like, I'm going to beat, but... Uh, we're going to talk about the show on 91 mm-hmm. because now I've got, you know, my feet are in the fire and Brett's, going, go. Brett's going to grill me like a yeah. Burger King hamburger. <laughs> Until we get him on the podcast. Right. <laughs> oh, I, 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 and I, I like I said, I, I yeah. What he, is he doing next week? Yeah. <laughs> Star Wars and beer, sign me up. That's just, Hell yeah. He's more of a, like, you know, he's more of that stuff than I am. Like yeah. My, my, I think, fortes are like politics and real, like, you know, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. And he's pop culture and... And sports, I'm sports too, but 
his pop culture, you know, mind is, is yeah. amazing. Like he's a, he's a walking iTunes. Yeah. Awesome. We'll have to do a little collaborative episode for sure. Yeah, and we, we met at Jimmy's Old Town Tavern uh-huh. over uh, trivia. Oh, really? Yeah, trivia night at Jock. He's actually... The- I would love to go against you in trivia. I would not hold a candle to you. I can tell you that up front, but I would love just at least the oh. opportunity to go try. You it's, know? it's so much It'd be fun. fun. Yeah, because yeah. like, like, it's like the Daily Double, because Jimmy's free to host it. The Daily Double, there you can't... It's the same question, but when that comes up, you got to do a shot. So then, you know, Jimmy, oh my God. Jimmy calls up four shots, and there's two in a round. So he's like, all right, uh, uh, Roy, get us a couple Daily Doubles. And it could be whatever he wants to pour. It could be a gummy bear. It could be whatever. A Ugh. car bomb. A Jersey uh, turnpike. A Jersey turnpike. <laughs> yeah, you know. I've gotten a few of those. Oh, no. But, you know, but that's, and that's the thing that, that makes it so great because every, and like O'Sullivan's is like, you know, they open up at eight in the morning for soccer and on Saturdays. Yeah. So, and then, you know, plus rugby with the Six Nations, you can watch it there oh, wow. live. Really? Uh, yeah. Because um, nobody does rugby around here. No, they, in fact, Chad Dukes. Goes down to when Ireland plays to O'Sullivan's. Wow, it's the closest bar to his house. Yeah, he's in Fairfax. Wow, and they nice. open. And if it's a like if it's a big match, like uh, like if Man U's playing at seven thirty, they're there at seven thirty in the morning. Oh wow, That's badass! And the kitchen's open. And the Sunday mm-hmm. uh, Sundays they do a buffet. Um, it's you know they have the kitchen open for other stuff, but for sixteen bucks, it's uh, you know omelets made to order, sliced roast beef, bacon, sausage. It's ridiculous. Like. It's it basically take you know the, everything that you love at shepherd's pie like oh well, yeah god those man. are the best yeah I'm so freaking hungry right now <laughs> no, no it's, a, it's it's fantastic and and the other thing too is if you like scotch and whiskey yeah O'Sullivan's yeah. has over seventy of them oh wow. I was thinking about doing a little scotch and whiskey segment for Geek Thirty at some point they I I'll ask because I'll, I'm a big scotch nerd. I'll join you we can do a remote from there Hell because yeah. um they do uh, whiskey tastings. Every month, let's do it. And uh, it's, it's seven dollars. But like for example, they did a Johnny Walker for seven dollars. Yeah, we tried the the red, the black, the blue, the gold, and the platinum. Oh, Ooh. are you serious? For seven Dang. bucks, seven bucks. The platinum um, is that bottle runs one seventy five. Yeah. Right, I know the blue is two hundred. Yeah. I've had, yeah. I, I've had a I've had a bottle of Johnny Walker Blue that lasted me a very long time because I made yeah. it last me. I got that bottle through through a friend who had a good hookup for about a hundred bucks. If you get a Johnny Walker Blue there, which they have, it's under forty dollars. Yeah, for, for, and because you go in the city, yeah, it's seventy. Of course. Yeah. So yeah. I have friends that when they want to do Scotch tasting, because they they just uh, recently uh, released uh, the first ever Japanese whiskey. It's out of Sullivan's. Which one? Um, it starts with an H. I forget. Yeah, my dad had this. Yeah, it's my, there. My dad bought a bottle of this stuff, and it's actually very good. Yes, yeah. It, it's 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 so really? it's so balanced, and it's, uh, it's twelve dollars there, and it would be. Is it really? Yeah. Um, oh, this is good stuff. It's yeah. good. It's really, really good stuff. But I okay. literally have friends that tell me if they get the because they like to get the the they have McClellan's different years. Yeah, I mean, right. They have they 12, have eighteen. Yeah, they they have a forty in the back yeah. too. Wow. Uh, I don't know how much it is, but right. I do know. You know but I have friends go the Uber ride back and forth to DC is cheaper <laughs> than, than actually drinking in DC in regards to scotch. Yeah. And, and this is the type of culture that you guys get in, in Herndon. And, you know, again, this is where Bill um, 
does a lot of his events and stuff for his podcast. So we've talked about the pod crawl. What else do you guys um, typically do? Well, we'll go to different, uh, like, you know, for example, Aslan, when they opened up. Yeah. Uh, and I, we've had their beer. And this is just a reminder, guys. Uh, it was the Mexican chocolate. It was episode 10, the Star Wars episode. We right. had the Mexican chocolate. Uh, yeah, yeah, Mexican hot chocolate Mexican beer. hot chocolate, yeah. Yep, Correct. and that's it's incredible beer. They, they you know so, you guys so know amazing. obviously listening to this show that we have a huge rise and surge of uh crap brew here and it's almost becoming like the number one spot yeah. on the east coast yeah. at this point. And so and, and, it's blowing up everywhere. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. And uh they're really great guys. We got in there before they opened because uh, I happen to be, you know, it does help to be friends with the mayor, and she lives down the road from me. Yeah. Uh, and she said that this place was opening up. And, I, you know, I, I my parents had a newspaper shop in my when I grew up. And, you know, I want to promote, you know, the places that I live in. Yeah. And, you know, totally. even and so if there's, you know, anybody in this area, too, I'm more than glad to do remotes from locations because I, I enjoy doing it. Uh, but, you know, we do, you know, tastings. We'll go to a restaurant and, tr- you know, another thing we do, too, is we'll try really, like, we, we go into, um, like, the Fresh Market and also, like, Best Way mm-hmm. and find, like, the snacks that are international snacks and don't know what the hell they are and awesome. try them. Yeah, like, nice. We got one that looked like Cartman. Because he was all, sp- like, spicy hot. Yeah. It was, like, octopus flavored, like, uh, corn what? chips. They were, oh, it's gross. Um <laughs> But that's that's a thing. Like people like them. And um, our first episode, we talked. Like we went to Bonchon Chicken because oh. uh, Brett had never been there. What? And that's because. And he oh. goes, like "This this is all I have to say." Well played, Korea. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Hey guys. Okay, listening. If you've tried Bonchon Chicken, hit me up right now at Geek Thirty Podcast. Uh, what was it? Geek Thirty um, on Twitter. Geek Thirty Podcast at gmail.com, Whatever. I want to hear your thoughts on banchan chicken because it changed my life. I agree with you. When I tried it, it's so good, and it's like oh, you it's made so good. You made chicken legs and the chicken wings. You diabolical bastards! I love <laughs> and, you, but they're like double fried oh. and extra awesome. And uh, that soy ginger. There's one that's right down the street from I, here. I know. I I, I know exactly oh. because I was like, oh my god, you're close to Honey Pig. What's going on? <laughs> oh, I know. And you're talking to like, trust me, I I go to the OG one over Annadale. If it, if it Dale, wasn't yeah. a Friday and I wasn't Catholic and it's Lent <laughs> where I'm not supposed to eat meat on a Friday, I would totally be there with you right now. I grew up Catholic, and I can just tell you right now, Bogogi wins. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jesus. Yes. Jesus. I love you, but and I'll, I'll eat. I'll, I'll eat fish the rest of the week, yeah, you know, right. to make up for yeah. that. And like, look, oh, this totally Friday, I just need bulgogi. Yeah, and you know, and it's funny because when I go into the one in Annandale, they always go, "Hi, Bill." Yeah, <laughs> they know you by name. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're like, doing it right because I'm the big, you know, I'm the big white guy sitting <laughs> at the hibachi table. Oh, but uh, the funny. one thing I do love about the, uh, I've never seen scissors used so well for like you can cook yeah. with they're cutting stuff like. Brilliant! Like I never, like I never used kitchen shears cooking until I saw these guys doing. Oh, it. and it right. totally makes sense. It's like, yeah, that's a great way to chop. Absolutely, this shit up. Like, yeah, it's, it's great. A, it's easier. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, uh, anytime I can, you know, promote something like you know the bike shop in town or do the pod yeah. crawl, you know, bring people in to you know see what the, there's charm to you know. Mm-hmm. And I have friends. Uh, this is actually a funny story. Uh, yeah. They came in, my, my roommate from college and his best friend from high school, we're very good friends. In fact, we're going to see Fish out in uh, Wrigley. Nice. Uh, I won the lottery Sweet. for that. Sweet. Very yeah. cool. Um, so uh, we, I had tickets for Mo, uh, Hamilton, Thursday night, and then Friday and Saturday at the 930 Club. Mm. Well, they were coming down for the Friday and Saturday shows. 
we had such a good time and got really drunk at Jimmy's and, I don't know, Sullivan's, we couldn't, you know, Chris just passed out. So there's a song, Timmy Tucker by Mo, you know. Yeah. Whoa, Timmy Tucker. Yeah. Well, Greg changed the words and going, oh, we're not leaving Herndon. <laughs> you know, Chris has passed out. The cops going, we ain't leaving Herndon. <laughs> and asleep still has jazz hands. Right. <laughs> but it was great because you know, and Chris was like apologizing. You know, he's like, I'm sorry, I caused. You know, we. And Greg, you know, Greg said because they're you know both have kids now. Like, dude, we had a blast. We're Sitting here watching, like, his Penn State football is on. It's yeah. a Penn State bar um, now because the one. But the guy brings in uh, the creamery from, you know, like, Peachy Paterno and the Rocky. Like, at halftime, serves the ice cream really? for the game for three. And then when it melts, we make it into shots. Nice. Oh, my God. So, Are you serious? Yeah, so, like, when it's all melted, we'll put vodka in the, in the, the container and yeah. then start pouring shots out. So, like, peach Stirred and vodka is and... delicious. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, we were just doing and. You know, we're, we're like eight shots oh in, God. and like that's why. We and my friends aren't even Penn State fans, but it was just that the camaraderie and the reason why I became a Penn State bar was because my friend, who is a big Penn State alum, was kind of tired of going into Arlington, and like a lot of right. people on the western side of the hemisphere don't want to go. I became a fan because my uh, coach in college. Was the O line became the O line coach last year? Oh wow! So we went mm. to the Penn State Michigan game uh, for one game, but uh, it's just you know. And then Friday Night Live uh, in the summertime, uh, free concerts like all the bands that play in Arlington for ten bucks, like Go Go Gadget, uh, Mr. Green Jeans, they all play at Herndon Live. Right. And they have all the like you know Jimmy's Old Town Tavern has a booth there to get food. So is this is this the um? Th- there's a big like stage in the. Yep. In town, so town Square. I, yeah, I actually went over there. Um, I watched. Who did I see? Some some lady uh, she was the was the main singer, and it was a it was a cover band. Was it the Reagan Years? Maybe. Uh, I band? don't remember. No, it wasn't an eighties only band. Okay. Um, but actually, we were talking about having my band play out there at some point too. Yeah. Um, I, we gotta we gotta talk to them because we we're we're a cover band playing a bunch we, of different stuff. Yeah. I, but you get but you it's get, a great it's a great like little local gathering like they do they they like you said Jimmy's Taverns out there then there's beer. all these all this beer like a lot of beer they have uh, great. uh the uh was it the West Ox Brewery they, right they yeah have, they have a I was about brewery. to say man like when I when I went there immediately I thought there's this is just so great for for local breweries like yep. if Aslan were to come out. And then, you know, Lost Rhino, like, get all these local breweries out there, they would kill it. Yeah, because, right. um, like, Friday Night Live from uh, May until September, or excuse me, uh, the end of August, yeah. they get two, 3,000 people to a show. Totally. And I you have to that. you have to get there early. And um, one of the things, I live two blocks away, so it's fantastic. Yeah, I, right. And, you know, beers are five bucks. Yeah, and, oh, wow. Yeah, you just get a wristband, and, but they have, like, Domino's is there, yeah. uh, a Turk Cuisine, so you can get, like, you know, you can get a damn kebab. Yep. Like just sitting there at a kebab and a beer, and oh, it's killer, man. And music, it yep. was so fun. We gotta yeah, go there. It's great. Point. Um, and See, I've been I've been close free. The, the whole Woodbridge thing for so long. I know. Now you that got, I'm now here, you're yeah. out of there. Yeah, it, go. it's 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 and it's funny because uh, even Washington Post, you know, when they say summertime activities, they put Friday Night Live. I yeah. think number three. Oh wow! Because it's just you know it's bands that everyone knows in the area, yep. but it's outside. You can bring your family. Um, you know, bring lawn chairs. You can bring a blanket, whatever. And we we actually take a, a place on the hill 
uh, a group of friends of mine. So we're right by the obelisk, but you know, we just chill exactly out and then, that is. Yep. then then it's right behind the parking lot. We just walk into O'Sullivan's, get a drink there, and then we walk across the street into Jimmy's. Yeah. Nice. And and it's great. And if you guys again, local folks, whoever wanna, you know, grab drinks with us doing these sort of events, yep. hit us up. Again, yeah, geek thirty podcast at gmail.com. Um no, that, that, that's super awesome, man, and, and, you know, it's been a true pleasure kind of getting to know Bill and uh, listening to his show, Not Another Podcast, with a question mark. <laughs> I like to say it like that because yeah. it reminds me of, uh, I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> Who put the question mark in there? <laughs> no, he reads everything verbatim from that teleprompter. Um, no, but Bill's been a great member of the DC podcasting community, and immediately we uh, we we were able to sync up and um, kind of share our love for podcasting through our mutual friend. So, Katie, thank you so much for syncing us up. It's been a lot of fun. Oh yeah, absolutely, and uh, yeah, I'll make sure Katie listens. I'm like, look, I hey, did just you know, shout out to you, homegirl. Yeah, <laughs> we love you. Absolutely. So, uh, yep. but it's been great, guys. Uh, I I've enjoyed riffing with you. I, I like I said, I hope I didn't uh, completely blow out everything, but. I'm sure there's a couple outtakes for the for the. No, uh, it's, it's all been show. fun. It's been fantastic. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah, definitely. We'll, we'll definitely be doing it again. And before we go, we have a voicemail. We have a voicemail. Yeah, it's a voicemail. So when I, so is it the um, the medical the uh, was no the, the no pharmacy it wasn't a pharmacy again. no it no, no the voicemail made it <laughs> this time we have a voice uh, we have a voicemail from Scott. Um, you can you can call and leave voicemails by uh, calling four four three four two four three three. Five zero. Let's give it a quick listen. Hello, Alex and Jojo. This is Scott from Dallas, a.k.a. Stretch, on the mighty awesome Filthy Casuals Warcraft Raid team. And I wanted to give you a quick review of the Cynic Countertop Beer Dispenser. If you enjoy craft beer, then I would highly recommend a Cynic. Think of it as, think of it as a kegerator for the craft beer aficionado. It takes the concept of growler fills to the next level. Growlers are a great way to fill your favorite brew, but the downside is that once you crack the seal, you only have a day or two to enjoy the contents before it goes flat. If you want to enjoy a beer over the course of a week, then a crawler isn't the best answer. This is where the Cynic is a perfect fit. The Cynic not only keeps your beer at a chilled temperature that you can set, but it also has a CO2 system. This is the key to keeping your beer fresh for a longer period if you choose to enjoy a glass occasionally over three to four weeks. It holds a specially designed disposable growler bag, one gallon of beer. I can have it filled at the same location I fill my growlers. Once you have the bag, there are quick connects in the Cynic that attach to the CO2 and to the tap. You slide the bag into the dispenser, and you are all set, ready to enjoy draft-quality beer right at home. Once the bag is empty, you simply toss it. Bags are $2 each, so it's a minimal expense for making sure you always have draft beer on hand. With the number of local breweries exploding, I highly recommend the Cynic, especially if you've already embraced the Growler. Thanks again for a great podcast. I enjoy listening to you guys, and keep up the good work. Talk to you later. Thank you, Stretch. We appreciate that, dude. Thanks so much for your contribution to both the show and the awesome raid team, Filthy Casuals on Earth and Ring. And also from being Dallas, Texas, because I'm a big da- uh, Texas fan and also a Cowboys fan. I know everybody hates me for that, <sighs> but I'm a Dallas Stars fan, too, you know? Uh, Nobody's perfect. Nobody's just, perfect. Huh? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I just threw up a little bit. All right, I'm good. Um, so that, that's great, actually. Um, and Scott was uh, one of the folks who he contributed via an email. Um, it was towards the later part of last year about this uh, cynic, um, th- this this beer dispenser. Like he said, you hook up your growler to it, 
and you um, you end up being able to keep your craft beer fresh. Um, I, you know, like us, like we got this growler here. We ended up going through the whole thing throughout this show. Which, 30 minutes. Know, yeah, we, we did it right. <laughs> Maybe 40 minutes. But if you wanted to Damn buy... Damn right! <laughs> All right, Bill, go throw up in the corner over there. <laughs> I'm good! I'm good! <laughs> so, but if you guys, you know, want to casually drink a, a, a craft beer and want to keep it fresh, Not that's to hard to do. rushed. Yeah. This is a great product to do that. So, um, Scott, thank you so much for uh, for providing that information. Um, I'm going to pull up the URL here real quick for you guys if you're interested in... Um, and checking this out, let me see. S Y N E K. This N is in Nancy. Um, it's S Y N E K dot beer. Uh, you can go there. It's literally <laughs> like that's the URL I, from what I just saw. Uh, you can get this thing. Um, I, I'm definitely going to end up picking one up. I think. Um, it, so, because I mean, it just makes sense. I'm such a craft beer nut. Like this is. It makes total sense. It really is dot beer. Yeah, it That's really awesome. is. It's dot beer. So I a lot of money for that. Sign That's beautiful. Dot beer. I think, uh, I think I think having an extension like that costs like eighty thousand dollars. Oh wow. Yeah. What What if we did Geek Thirty Dot Beer? It's, I mean, I don't know if you have the capital. I don't have the capital. I don't. I swear <laughs> I don't. I'm trying to buy a bigger house. Because <laughs> if I could, do, don't I, tell me that. I gotta I, fix stuff now. <laughs> it's all things. Otherwise, I put not another dot podcast. That'd be awesome. Ooh. Boom. Yeah. Game changer. Yeah, I think I need to leave now. On that. <laughs> Mic dropped. <laughs> Idea done. Uh, well, I think it's been a great show, you guys. Um, uh, again, thank you, Bill, for being here. Thank you so much. Thank you for inviting me and actually showing me where you live because people are scared to let me in their house. <laughs> for some weird reason. <laughs> Bill's not that crazy. <laughs> 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 Medication's wearing off. <laughs> we got to bring you back anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Jojo, where can people reach us? So, always, you can get us at the email at gmail.com, and that's geek30podcast, and 30 is spelled out, geek30podcast at gmail.com. It is also our Twitter handle, which is at geek30. You can hit us up on Facebook or YouTube, or just like a Stretch, you can leave us a voicemail at 443-424-3350. Yep, you can find all the good stuff at www.geek30.com. Leave us a five-star rating on all your favorite podcatchers, iTunes, Stitcher, you know, all the things. Um, and uh, special things. Again, Bill, where can people reach Not Another Podcast? I'm going to try to do this as quick as I can. Not Another Podcast USA.com, Instagram at Not Another Podcast USA. Uh, my Twitter handle is NA Podcast US, uh, NA Podcast USA. Um, also, too, uh, you can also reach me if you want to do email, bill at naparmy.com. Uh, we call our listeners the Nap Army, not another podcast. Um, and you can also find us on Tumblr at wow. Nap Army. There you go. All You can find them everywhere. Uh, and again, thank you to Quattro Goomba. Uh, you can check out all their stuff. It's www.goombabrewery.com. Um, their thank dark, you. dark Vader was fantastic. Yeah, the, the Dark Irish Vader. Red is amazing. They have a couple of other beers on tap that are fantastic. All their stuff was really, really good. A bunch of great guys and a great venue. Yeah, so definitely go check them out. And uh, special thanks, as always, to Jamie Sweetland for the great production and the music. Thank you to you guys for listening, and we'll see you next time. You have a great one. Take care for now. See ya. See ya.